One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to be read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to be read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome to part two of um, the explosive episodes <laughs> foreshadowing <laughs> i am one of your hosts kelsey and i am one of your hosts carmen and it is a beautiful day beautiful night to have a bomb ass podcast hell yeah hell so yeah. um there's going to be more cursing in this episode. A lot of cursing. Uh, also, anyone that wanted the stats on the song, go to the last episode. <laughs> yeah, if you we haven't, already did it. We already <laughs> did it. It's the back half of the same song. Yes. Uh, um, but yeah. you should you should tell everyone all about the, the views, the writer, the director, all of that, because I'm just ready to start dropping F-bombs and saying shit. You are always ready for that, but let's get into it. Okay. So this is the 17th season. Nope. Not yet. It's coming though. I mean, it's already it's, happened, but yeah. We'll get there in like 10 years. But I um, I don't know about it. Um this is the 17th episode of the second season titled As We Know It. Um written by Shonda Rhimes. Oh, it just started raining so hard. I'm so sorry. Really scared me for a minute. Um Sorry, written by Shonda Rhimes. Again, this and the last episode together nominated for Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series. Uh, again, directed by Peter Horton. This one aired February 12th, 2006. For some reason, 13 million less viewers. So this one had 25.42 million. So just a bunch of people didn't care how that ended, which is wild to me. Um, so also wanted to say Shonda Wilson was nominated for an Emmy for this episode for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama. And Kyle Chandler was nominated for an Emmy for Best Guest Appearance in a Drama for these two episodes together. And who was that? That is the Bomb Squad guy. Sorry. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Yes. Okay, so let's read the Netflix synopsis. It says, The Code Black situation escalates despite Meredith's best efforts. Meanwhile, George helps Bailey while Derek tries to save Tucker's life. I can't say despite Meredith's best efforts makes much sense. 
Yeah, she didn't she, do much. She didn't try to de-escalate it. She just tried to maintain it as the same. So that part is weird to me. But other than that, I guess it probably tracks as far as the synopsis go. Yeah, they probably should have said, also, it gets steamy in a supply closet. <laughs> Alex and Twice. just keep doing it. Uh, to Carmen's chagrin. Yes, I believe your <laughs> prediction last episode was they're not going to do it again. It was just a one-time thing. <laughs> uh, so you really nailed gosh. that one. Yeah, well, just... I nailed it like it is he nailed Alex. Multiple times you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. You know how there was an episode a couple weeks ago where I said, I have one word for this, and I just yelled, fuck? Yes. So I have one word for this episode. Fuck! <laughs> oh, I damn it. it. You missed it. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's still also, funny. <laughs> it's just also fuck. Like, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by this episode. Yeah, there were a few things you were wrong about, and I wish you had not been wrong about them. I liked your predictions better because the the ending on your predictions was happier for some of the people. Yeah. But yeah. Didn't I, I think I said that the bomb squad guy, did I make a prediction about him? Because you I said should the have. The bomb wasn't going to go off. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was wrong. So could not have been more wrong. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. Um, what? Also, we made a slight error last week. <laughs> We've learned from it. What was um, the error? We let you get on YouTube. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we let. But I don't. Get on I don't YouTube remember. I don't YouTube. remember what I was looking at. Yeah. So Carmen got on YouTube to watch the promo because I pre-screened it and I was like, okay, it's just for last week's episode. There's not spoilers for this week's, but like you can watch it because I wanted to watch it after he had watched the episode because it definitely had spoilers for last week's episode because it just shows Izzy and Alex making out with each other. Um, and so. <laughs> And then, of course, YouTube does that thing where it's like, here's 700 relevant videos. And it like the next one that popped up was people that are not even on the show yet. And we were like, ah, shit, we didn't consider that in our planning. So we've learned from our errors. I don't remember who it is, but I yeah. remember it was something about love interest. It's a love relationship thing. It didn't say uh, that. It just intimate said scenes. All including blank yeah and blank scenes. no it's That's all there it was said. there was love there's the a love still i'm gonna tell you okay tell me am i wrong are they in love are those two people in love currently in yeah. season 18 no yeah. they're not okay all right well spoiler <laughs> well you don't remember their name so it doesn't matter uh yeah no i don't remember who it was i also deleted the text so i wouldn't have like accidental proof yeah yeah <laughs> But I sent it to also, so this is Ryan, this is actually all your fault. Truthfully. Uh, shout out, but we forgive shout you. Shout out, blame. Shout out, blame. We're throwing you under the bus, and uh, but we're not gonna throw a bazooka rocket inside of you. I promise. It's true, we're not. Um, should we just should we just jump ahead and talk about that scene right now? Because I have feelings, or should we lead up to it? Do we lead the up end to scene? it? Which no, not scene? The, end. The, 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 the explosive scene. The explosion. Yes, the explosion. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk about it later or now? Let's talk about it later. Let's make the <laughs> listeners listen. If you have made it this far, you need to listen to this whole You've fucking made episode. It six minutes. Wow. Props. Yeah. Thanks so much for the support. That is Share five us with minutes. Your friends. 
five minutes longer than sex should last. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry. So sorry, Jessica. Yeah, um, kidding. Okay. Yeah. Let, we'll start from the beginning and we'll see how it goes. Let's start. Speaking with the of recap. sex, the recap. There's a bomb. Um, there's actually more recap than I thought there would be. I was like, really? People don't remember what just happened. It really? was a lot. Well, it was a week ago. They wanted to catch everyone up because it at this point ago. in TV in TV land, you don't have the ability to like just I don't know if TiVo was around. Yeah, you can I just think rewatch Tivo it. Was but it was like for the rich, the riches, mm, not the poor. Yes. Okay, so there's a bomb. Bailey's in labor. Husband in surgery. Izzy and Alex are boning. The porn scene flashback. Hannah Love the paramedic. Uh, the bomb squad there. Burke and Shepard first name callback. And that's it. That was it. That was the recaps. Yeah. The thing that I made a point of, I was like, oh, nice. They're calling back the sex dream. Very nice. Um, Very interesting arc to that sex dream. Yes. I think it's, I love it so much. I just truly love the way that they end on that note with that kind of coming full circle. Yeah. Coming full circle. Yeah. Uh, that so <laughs> that was a layup. That was a soft yeah. toss. Um, so we start with Meredith's voiceover and it's a very similar voiceover. I actually, for a second thought it was literally the same and I pulled up the one from the previous week and compared it. It's not, but they are very, very similar. Um, talking about just like the premonition and like knowing death is coming and like sensing it and you know, all that good stuff. So yeah, she said that I think one of the quotes was there's a scent or a smell of death. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, morbid. Wow. Gross. Yeah. My dad um, works in a hospital. Uh, he's not a doctor. He is, but he works in a hospital and he has like, they took him at some point. He was in some meeting. They were like touring the whole hospital and they took him in the morgue and he was like, yeah, it's a, it's a smell. It's a smell that sits. You just, it smells like dead people. You just don't forget Couldn't do it. it. Couldn't do <laughs> so, it. Yeah. Gross. Anyways. Um, okay. So kind of opening on um, Bailey still being in labor, but not accepting that she is in labor, basically. Um, it's not going great. Derek is still operating. Addison is high key stressed because Bailey won't push and her husband is standing next to a bomb. So... Yeah, um, I was. Yeah, I, I am gonna. Speaking of the bomb, it was next to an oxygen line, which was, I think, the exact prediction that I said there'd be an oxygen thing happening. Well, you said there would be an oxygen tank explosion. Yeah, but when you wasn't. read through the boldness of my predictions, I think we can all agree that I was perfectly correct on this one. I will give you one thing that you are correct on and we have not gotten there yet. So, okay. I don't remember my predictions. I just say them out loud and forget about <laughs> them. Like everything else you say, uh, you just say know. it and then forget about it. Uh, maybe. Also, I did make a note, uh, because there's that scene where Weber's like, ah, quiet board. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. We, we, we've moved on. Like the surgery is not actually happening. Uh, but then, uh, I said, speaking of smell, I'm sure Izzy and Alex reek of sex. <laughs> And because they look like it they, they did, look yeah. like sex yeah at some point i put on here izzy has serious sex hair but i think it's after the next time they have sex um okay so yeah they had the sex they're kind of getting getting themselves together after the sex um meredith's still in the or 
the interns see the chief and they know something's up, but they don't know what's up. And they're like, oh, Hannah's missing. And then Burke goes to talk to Derek and it's just like, no one's told Derek yet. I just, oh, Derek, you're so stupid. Um, it did not occur to me in that moment that Derek didn't know. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Cause I it, like halfway through the episode, I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, he doesn't know. Yeah. When he's like, oh, how's Hannah? <laughs> and, yeah. And like, oh yeah. She's doing great. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So it's going really well. Um, Derek's trying to figure out what to do. He's really nervous because the surgery is more complicated than he anticipated. And he doesn't want to kill Bailey's husband. Also, it occurred to me at some point during this episode, which like, obviously, like once I say it, it's super obvious. But like, I think part of Bailey's refusal to like give birth is because if her baby is born and her husband dies, then her baby's birthday is every year on the anniversary of her husband's death, which would be a terrible reality to live in. Oh yeah. And like, it had never like, I mean, obviously like those things are true and I, but I had never like fully put those two thoughts together and be like, what a horrendous reality to have to live in. And you'd probably like associate blame because he was going to the hospital trying to get there for the birth. So it's just like, it would just be a horrendous situation. And obviously very glad that that, is not what happened. Y'all right there? Having a di- are you dying? Oh, big yawn. Big <laughs> yawn. There's also so this is probably super unethical, but couldn't they just delay uh like the time of death to the next day? Like, oh <laughs> Bailey, your baby's here. We're just gonna say that Tucker died tomorrow, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's that would be a weird thing to do. Doesn't also doesn't really make it that much better. <laughs> no. It makes it a little bit better, though. At least the anniversaries aren't the same. Uh, I will say in in that moment where... So I, I thought it was actually kind of funny where uh, uh, Derek is doing that that his surgery, right? And he's like, well, if I do what the textbook says, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, the exact same thing, except I don't want to. Um, and I was like, wow. you're So, you're, so he's in a lose-lose situation with, with uh, Bailey's husband. And it, it was at that moment that I was like, Der- uh, Burke, just be like, hey, man, Derek, we're good. Just in case, right? I knew there was going to be something later on, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Burke's in there basically like, uh, you know, I, you know, trying to, they're just, I guess, living in the same horrendous reality where there's a bomb, but they both have it's not just oh there's a bomb because if it's just oh there's a bomb you can leave but it's not just there's a bomb there's a bomb and also in addition to all the other lives there's also these two people who can't fight for themselves like you're in charge of saving them as well so i did love the moment where derek says i don't want to be the guy who kills bailey's husband and dr burke says i don't want to be the guy that kills us all yeah just a lot and yeah but also he has to one up him, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're just you just don't want to kill De- you just don't want to kill Bailey. I don't want to kill the whole hospital. So, you little peasant <sighs> bitch. They're just relating. They both they both have the feeling of not wanting to be that guy. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, so the bomb squad guy is vesting up Meredith, and he's like, "That was stupid." And Christina's like, "Yes, that was stupid." And Meredith's like, "Yes, I know. Stop telling me it was stupid." Thanks so much. <laughs> um, 
it was funny though because she still was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm getting uh, a bomb jacket velcroed to my literal boobs." Yeah. Don't tell me it was stupid. It's fine. We're here now. It's a yeah, good. It's We're done. Good. It doesn't. Yeah. Your commentary doesn't change it, which is very true. Um. Okay. So then it cuts back to Burke, and he's kind of like pacing a little bit in the hallway, and you like tell he's thinking about something. Um. And he kind of then like gets himself together and goes back in the OR, and he's like, "Okay, Christina, you're gonna. I'm gonna take over for you, and you leave." And she doesn't want to. And I actually really like this scene because it's like a good combination. I know last time we talked about like the lines being blurred with them, like the way they are with each other between boss and um, direct report and then like boyfriend and girlfriend. And I think this like brings that together, but in like an appropriate way, because what he's saying makes sense in on both sides of that coin, if that makes sense. Oh, Um, yeah. Because he's basically like, this is not a cool surgery. Like you need to, you could die. And she's like, no, I need to stay. And like, I understand where she's coming from because I do think she wants to stay there for Burke, but also for Meredith. Like it's definitely both. Like she's very deep into this right now. And she's just like nervous because it's the man she loves and her very best friend. So can't even imagine, but yeah, her whole, her best friend for two whole seasons of life uh in Grey's Anatomy time and this boyfriend <laughs> who she fake moved in with and uh constantly is being a turd to him. Okay. If I was near you <laughs> would, would you pin- hit me? I would pinch you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a really good scene. Um, uh I, I made a yeah. note specifically of him saying, I can't think with you in here. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. that's when I was like, Oh, he loves her. Ooh, cute. Yeah. Which he does, like a, obviously. Yes. And it's very like, but he's not like pushing it too hard. He's just trying to be clear. Like, this is not me just telling you what to do because I can. It's like you literally like not only can you not be in here because there's a bomb, but like you being in danger makes me incapable of doing my job. And I have to be able to do my job. This is like the most time that I have to be able to do it ever in my life. Um, so I just think it's very well done between both of them. Um. And she leaves, but she has her little, like, do you know the thing where there's you and then there's the guy who runs away and, like, be the other guy? And I like that. She's basically, like, giving him permission to, like, run away if something bad happens. Like, don't. Yeah. If the bomb's about to go off and Meredith is about to die, choose yourself. Fuck Meredith. I need at least one of you to live. (laughs) Yeah. Because Izzy's not going to be able to be my best friend. Oh, God, no. Can you imagine? No. Um... Not after she boned Alex twice. <laughs> so good. Um, didn't you make a prediction of, that Christina and Alex would sleep together? I don't think I, I made that prediction. Like you made that prediction. <laughs> I probably made a prediction that everyone was going to bone at some point. Like, there's probably a world where Weber cheats on Adele with Bailey and Bailey cheats on Tucker. And I don't know what that looks like, but Addison is for sure videotaping the whole thing. I don't know. You're a weirdo. You say weird things. I don't make the rules. The Grey's Anatomy gods just guide my direction. You're doing a bad job at reading your compass. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the compass uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's broken. Yeah, it's just pointing uh, aimlessly at nothing. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, it's pointing at what I want. So that's where it's pointing, and that's not what I want. I want a Weber-Bailey sex scene where no. Addison films it, and they both cheat on no. their significant others. 
I hate everything. The baby could be at daycare because the baby shouldn't be there when that happens. I hate everything you just said. So I do like the scene (laughs) after that. so much older than Bailey, also. So? So what? Anyways, mentor. The the scene, uh, mentor, barely know her. Uh, The where the the bomb squad guy was, you know, doing their thing. They're talking and she's like, it's okay. You got you got a plan, right? And then I was like, hell no, no one has a fucking plan. No one's got a plan. Yeah. And then we get our intro. Yes. Our intro card at six minutes and 31 seconds. Um, What I also like in this episode that Meredith has more emotion than we've really seen, I think. For a lot of things, which tracks because she does think she's about to die. So it makes sense that she would be upset. Um, okay. So then George and Izzy and Alex are all in the locker room and they're being weird because the situation is freaking them out. And this is when I paused to take a note and sent you that freeze frame of Izzy <laughs> making the most attractive face in the entire world. <laughs> It was not the most attractive face in the entire world. <laughs> it was. I was like, I love this so much. Um. Anyways, so Izzy goes on like a weird rant about Meredith dying and then just starts laughing. And then she's like, I have inappropriate reactions to stress. Uh, was this the same scene that George was like, we're Meredith's family. We are. But I thought that was nice. Why are you it, saying it like that? <laughs> I No, it was a nice thing to say, but George has not fully won my approval yet. He did a good job on this episode, but this everything episode that is peak George. Yeah. Everything that George says, though, I just I hear it as my name is George. I'm an idiot. I love Meredith for no reason. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't care for your impression. <laughs> I'm not a George fan, but that is really terrible. <laughs> everything That's you're just, doing is everything he does right now is what is is how I hear him. Except for the scene where Weber was like Bailey's back, and then George was like she's back, sir. And then <laughs> like that was that was cool, that was cute. But like him in the hallway of of the hospital talking to Olivia, Olivia, you gave me syphilis. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Sounds like you're doing an impression of me doing an impression of George, if I'm being <laughs> honest. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, anyway, so Izzy leaves and Alex runs after her because, you know, boobies. Boobs. Um, so uh, Yang scrubs back in to Derek's surgery, which is not really the directive she was given, but she l- marches to the beat of her own drum. And uh, so she's back in there. And that's when we kind of realize that Derek does not know what's happened in the other room. Because he's like, how's the girl with the bomb? And she's like, "Heh." He's like, Hannah, how is she? She's like, she's good. (laughs) (laughs) Which, in addition to a lie, even if Hannah was still there, would be a lie. Because no one with their hand on a bomb is good. So... (laughs) Yeah, it's also, I wish you guys could have seen Kelsey make that face just now when she was saying, <laughs> hey. hey, she good. She's good. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to lie through my teeth because everything is awesome <laughs> and everything is cool when you're part of a team. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going great. Everyone's doing a good job communicating and keeping honesty at the top of their game just like every other episode of Grey's Anatomy 
And Grey's Academy. It's true. Except we like honesty. That's why it's we always true. say that we hate Derek because we're uh, telling the truth. We do hate we do hate Derek quite a bit. You know who <laughs> I I also it was a surprise episode for Addison. I was uh, not expecting Yes. She she lost her composure and I was like, Oh mm-hmm. Addison, you're a real person. It's nice. It's There's very a attractive. Let's in bone. This episode where I was like my two favorite characters, Addison and Christina. I understand why you're having these moments, but I think they're poor moments. Yeah. Although Addison's is way more justifiable. I'll get to my, what my, like one of my least favorite Christina moments in the entire series is in this episode and we'll get to it when we get to it. But Addison's is definitely way more justifiable. Um, when she has her yelling stent at George. Yeah. 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 Totally. Love it. Um, anyways, but that, where are we now? Oh, right. Um, Weber was about to say something about his favorite resident. Yeah. Weber is freaking out, uh, and yelling at Addison because everything's going wrong and he is not having a good time. Um, and he just wants to know what's going on and no one can help him. And then he like sits down and he's like panting a little and a little sweaty. And you're like, what? You don't look well. What's happening? Yeah. I, so I knew something was going to happen to him. Yeah. I I was like, dude, you're going to give yourself a heart attack if you don't <laughs> calm down. Uh, which he didn't have a heart attack, but he did have an they anxiety. They play it like that though. Yeah. Yes. That, well, I, I, that's why I thought it was going to go. And, you know, obviously, uh, Shauna threw us for a loop, but, uh, so I, it's an interesting arc because we went from Bailey's back to we need to get a hospital somewhere else. If we need to transfer her, we're going to have to do it because this baby can't go up there or we have to figure out how to do a surgery like makeshift in a closet somewhere. Yeah. And it's just interesting how uh, I wrote, oh, how the turntables. Uh, it's true. They do. They do table. Um, And so Izzy is in a closet and Alex goes in after her and she starts kissing him again and he uh, this is a nice moment again he stops her and he's like you just like to talk like he wants to her to because he knows that something is going on and so he gets her to talk and she has her like oh i was jealous blah 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 and now she might die whatever i just don't really care (laughs) honestly like i'm sorry i just don't care is he i don't care i also Um, thought that was a great job i think they have great chemistry truthfully I think they have very good on-screen chemistry. Um, I just don't care. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, I don't care about anything Izzy is saying in this moment. I don't know. No. I'm like, I, I, this is not making me feel one way or another towards her. So uh, I could do without the scene and it would be fine. Yes. I, I also was, I was very much of the mindset of like jealous, like who, who fucking cares? Jealousy is yeah. normal. Like how could you have predicted that this shit was going to happen? You yeah. couldn't. So just shut up, process your emotions, and don't have sex with Alex again. And oh, wait. <laughs> um, okay, so this is when it goes back into the ER. I mean, OR. And Meredith, Burke is sitting down, and Meredith is like, is this the weirdest thing that's ever happened in your OR? And Burke says, yes. And she said, good, I'm very competitive. And he says, all the best surgeons are. Really short scene, right? Great Except- scene, though. But Burke is sitting down, and I don't know who is squeezing the freaking bag, keeping that guy alive. I was like, who the fuck is this? The anesthesiologist sure as shit didn't come back. 
So I think I'm supposed to assume it's just like some other bomb squad person. But I was like, who the fuck is in here now? Yeah, because it's not Christina. You kicked her out. It's not Milton. Fuck that guy. We haven't said it enough. Fuck that guy. That piece of shit should have been you being the pink mist, you bastard. Yeah, I feel like uh, so far we've met two anesthesiologists and they uh, haven't been treated well. It makes me wonder if someone on the writing team hates anesthesiologists. Maybe their father was killed by an anesthesiologist. Maybe their father was an anesthesiologist. And then he killed and their they dog. they have dad issues, so Ooh. they wrote it in. <laughs> yes, love it. Um, anyways, uh, so then George is talking to Bailey, and it's not going anywhere. And he's just, yeah, he's like, you know, you could lose the baby. He's trying different things. I understand where he's coming from, but there is no reasoning with her at this point. And so then she kicks him out and he is defeated. He, in that moment, we believe he is defeated. Yeah. He out loud says, I'm defeated. He doesn't. I he heard him say it. Like it. That. No, I had maybe the subtitles you... on and he didn't say it. I also had the subtitles on <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> Was Jessica there? Yes. Did she I stay wish awake she... this time? She stayed awake the whole time. She saw Good. all of my reactions happen live. Good. I'm, I I'm wish she would have videotaped the first the the, the big one though. Uh, the first episode or No, this one. I wish she would have exp- uh videotaped the explosion. Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you, uh, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the chief is looking at, like, the blueprints for the hospital, and the wife comes in, and she's like, so is my husband gonna die? Like, you look worried, so I feel like you'll tell me the truth, <laughs> which is a weird parallel to come to, but um, he's like, yes, your husband could die. And she's like, oh, okay, great. I, I respect the honesty. And leaves, and I'm like, I respect what he did because she asked for it. But then, like, you comfort her a little bit or, like, send someone else. I mean, I know he's busy, but, like, send someone else to comfort her. (laughs) I mean, for crying out loud. Um, I don't know. At that point, it's just, like, don't ask, don't tell. Like, just (laughs) just leave it. Just assume that there is a live round of ammunition in your husband. Assume that any second you get of him coming back is great. But just assume that he's dead. Assume that that's a dead man. No. Um... You okay over there? Yeah, my back hurts. I'm trying to have good from, posture. From the slouching? And problems. <laughs> from the slouching and then the non-slouching. Guys, sit up straight. This is your reminder. It sucks. I'm trying to do it, and it freaking hurts. Yeah. At the, at the, uh, from now pain. on, at the 29 minute and 27 second mark of every episode, we're going to just tell you to sit up. Yeah, I'm going to have to get one of those things on Amazon that like pulls your shoulder back seriously cuz like I, I just this is the least like I'm grabbing the arms of the chair to maintain this posture cuz it's a, the I just want to slouch so badly. Um anyways, I don't want to be hunched over later in life so I'm trying to fix it now. But okay, irrelevant, but it's fine. Uh So then the uh Dylan the bomb squad guy comes in and tells him they're ready to go whenever and this is their plan. And uh, Burke, I mean, sorry, Richard Weber tells them that uh, there is pure oxygen directly under that OR. It's the main oxygen line runs under that OR. So that's a fun twist because 
in case things weren't bad enough, they are now worse enough. So that was when I made a note of, oh, fuck, the oxygen tanks are going to explode the whole hospital. Everyone dies. And this is the end of Grey's Anatomy. Everything else after this is actually a lie by society to throw me off the trail. Oh, well, the long game <laughs> from the world. Um, so, the, yeah, that's fun. Izzy and Alex had sex again. Good for them. Get it. Well, the getting's good. Good for you. Um, Having sex with Izzy, Alex. Um, Dr. Burke and Dylan are whispering again in the OR, and Meredith's like, can you just not? It's not helping anything. Can you just tell me what's happening? The whispering's not good. Um, and so... Izzy and Alex go talk to the chief and they're like, we just need someone to tell us what we can do to be helpful. Cause we just feel helpless. And that's when they think he's having the heart attack. So that's fun. Well, I think was it, was it the scene right before that where she was like, uh, they said something about the oxygen tank and that something, something. Right after. she says like, tell me what's going on. And then they cut to Izzy and Alex and then he tells her what's going on. And that's um, the scene where she's like, I'd be crazy to think if this yeah. does go off, the whole hospital explodes, right? Like, that would be nuts and impossible, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me I'm wrong because there's no way this is right. Um, so that's when they're like, okay, well, we're just going to have to move to a different OR. And she's like, okay, well, so I can't, like, sneeze, but we're going to just roll the whole patient down an entire hospital floor. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, when they, that's when they go Rick and Morty. Yes. <laughs> neat um this is when i wrote izzy really super duper has sex hair <laughs> it's like yes flomping all over this place yes um so there are running tests on the chief and the ekg came back normal but they're like well it could be other things so we need to wait till your blood work comes back blah blah, blah. and that's when we get the reveal that adele is there now and i love her so much um, she's just a good time. And she, I love when she like, there's just not many people who put the chief like quote unquote in his place because he's the chief and he's in charge of everybody. So it's just an interesting dynamic to see someone kind of do that to him the way he, you know, like bosses around the hospital. So I just think their dynamic is very, uh, fun to watch. Oh yeah. What, what did she say? You're going to have to body check me to get out of yeah. there or <laughs> yeah, and she's, She's just so much smaller She's than tiny. He is. She's like yeah. a little petite croissant. I know. She's precious. Also, it was just so funny because she just pops up like a like a garden gnome. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't tell me. And she's like, well, tell me. And they're like, okay. I Hello? also love how uncomfortable they are about it. Sure, Mrs. <laughs> wife of my boss. I'll Let tell me just you. Jump in the middle of your marriage. How fun for me. Um, Did you know he cheated on you with Alice? <laughs> they don't know that. That's fair. But we know it. Also, we don't we, really know that. Yeah. I don't know at this point that if we know that it's cheating. We are, I think, led to believe it at this point because of the hand-holding. We don't know. Mm, hand-holding. Mm, is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> Yo, are you trying to go to the backseat of my car and hold hands? Oh, God, I've... I have to Okay. Anyways. Remember remember sex in the backseat of a car? I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> remember not having sex in the backseat of a car? Have you had sex in the back 
Oh, never mind. I know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should cut this part out. No, it's Here, staying in. Let me help. Now you can just put that over what you said. Nope. Nope. <laughs> also, to be clear, we did not have sex with I each know, other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I people f- don't know us, it's like the weirdest thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, everyone in Germany, we Australia. Have not had no, sex. Yeah, we no. just are our relationships with each other and our spouses are weird. So we know a lot about each other's relationships. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and there was a wild birthday party involved at one point. Where and it was just also the four my wedding. And your wedding. <laughs> where this event occurred that you're talking about. Yes, it's true. Good job. I love one it. Of, one of the best stories. The best untold stories. Yes. Anyway. Let's tell it. Let's oh tell it God. real quick. So it all happened with, I was hoping you'd press the button. <laughs> and then there was a whole bunch of. <laughs> and then. And you'll never believe. And then there was a Starbucks bag. And oh my God, that is unfortunately true. <laughs> um, and then we watched this. We made this podcast. Uh, so anyways. Um, okay. So this is when, oh, this is when we get the George and Addison scene. Just yes. Pretending Good all scene. of that didn't Good just scene. happen. Yes. Um, so the George and Addison scene. Uh, it's hard. Like, under any other circumstances, you would be like, Addison, what the fuck? But, like, obviously, it's understandable. Not necessarily saying it's okay, but it is understandable. Um, I also sometimes wonder, because I think she would have done that exact reaction to anyone. I don't think it's just because it was George, but I was like, what would that look like if she, if that was Alex or if that was Christina or Izzy or whatever? So, um, just interesting to think about. I have to ask you a question, and it is a spoiler, but I just need a yes or no. I will see. Is there a moment in the coming episodes where Addison apologizes to George? I truly don't remember. I don't okay. think so, if I'm being honest. I I don't know why, and I don't love George, obviously, but I think in that moment, George really deserved, deserved. an apology. Yeah, I agree. But I think he also... Because I think part of like why he doesn't really kind of quote unquote talk back to her is because while he doesn't like getting yelled at, he knows that there is more than just this. Like, it's not just about Bailey for her. Like her husband is also in an OR right next to a bomb. So I think that's kind of why he just takes it and walks away because it's like, what's the, like she just said, there's nothing anyone can say to make me feel better. So I think he kind of, Maybe up until that point, hadn't really put it two and two together that she was pressed about both things. Um, so I think he kind of just takes it in stride because of that. Um, again, not that he deserved to to be the, on the receiving end, but someone was going to be because, again, she's freaking out for multiple reasons, as she should be. Well, also, everything that we see about her character to this point is just the essence of poise and yeah, grace un- and under fire, right? Yeah. So I don't know that that's the biggest shock to me. And I even made a note of it. Like, obviously we understand what she's going through. Mm -hmm. It's just, this is the first time we see uh, a crack in the varnish, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's like hard to say relatable because you don't necessarily think like, 
oh, she's so relatable in this moment where she's like screaming at someone. But it's relatable in the fact that she's not necessarily keep, quote unquote, keeping it together. Like she is very affected by multiple things happening. Yeah. So. But when George goes away and gets mad in a staircase, that's when he finds Hannah, who you also thought was missing forever. But she is, in fact, still there. Wait, did I say that she runs away and never comes back and we never see her again? Yeah, is that a prediction I made? Her running away at the end of the last episode was the last time we were going to see her. Oh, that's right. She doesn't stop running yeah, and she goes full Forrest Gump. 16 years later, <laughs> she's still running. I had my hand in a man. Also, Hannah's voice and George's voice is the same voice. I just I just decided that. Yeah, it's not that far off from Megan Crumbs. Megan Crumbs. Crossover. This is the crossover event. Not invited to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Oh, yeah. So Christina's in the OR, and she sees, like, movement in the hallway, and she's like, what the fuck? So she goes out there to look at it. And that's when she sees them moving. It's very Also, hold on. She doesn't just go out. Derek just asks her. She's like, hey, Yang, scissors. And then she walks away. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) And doesn't say anything, just goes. She just takes off her scrub stuff. She takes off her gloves, walks out in the middle of the surgery that she walked into (laughs) uninvited. She's just a butterfly. She's doing whatever she wants right now. She's a butterfly. Um, Okay, so it's very stressful to watch them move this body. Again, this is one of those things I'm like, I know exactly how this has ended. I am very stressed about the whole thing. The whole time I'm watching. So stressed. Um. Dylan is explaining the plan. They're going to have her pull the bomb out. It's very important. You keep it level. Level. Keep it level. level. Say level one more time. Keep it Whatever level. Whatever that means. Level. Slowly and level. You don't know what level. You know what level means. <laughs> yeah, but like level, like per- perpendicular, parallel, like, like level inverted. The way that it currently is. Okay. Like don't shift it. If okay. It's this way. Keep okay. It this way. Okay. Like a level. Uh, you probably don't own a level. <laughs> Uh, actually, I have the level app on my iPhone. Thank you. Yeah, you don't own a level. <laughs> I think there's actually one over there somewhere. Yeah, Jessica owns a level. That's a great point. <laughs> um, so Christina runs out and Dylan is like, excuse me, Burke told you to leave. I explicitly remember that he told you to leave and you are not left. Why are you? You were told to leave. Um, and... So, but he kind of is like, fine, you can stay because Meredith is distraught. You must keep her calm. So he has her stand. Uh, well, I do like it when she's like, well, where is he? And they're like, he's in the other OI. And she says, well, then he's never going to know. I do like that moment because she's sassy and I love her. Um, so she's standing on the other side of the hallway. And that's when Meredith is like, distract me. And we find out that Burke loves her. And then she tells that guy to mind his own business. <laughs> mind your own business. <laughs> it is it is interesting, though, because moments before that, he's like, I don't like you very much. And she's like, I don't like you very much. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Honesty in our last I moments here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect it. Like, if you're, gonna, also, if you're ever like, going to be honest. If you're that guy, probably most situations you go into, people don't like you until it's over. And, and then they love you a lot. As long right. as it ends well. As long as you live to see the end. They don't love you. Um, Also, when she's like, oh, so Burke loves you. And Christina goes, yeah, we've all got our own problems. (laughs) 
um, anyway, so then there's that uh, bar on the floor. So that's super stressful. I hated that. I don't know why, but because they kept making it a point when they were showing it to like, you see the wheel and you see the rubber stopper next to it. Uh-huh. I thought they were going to do something where the rubber stopper lifts it over it. Like I thought they would have thought about that. They would have planned it with the with technology and the amount of bombs that they have to defuse. You don't <laughs> think that they have some sort of way to get over small bumps in the floor? I like don't know that. if you know how much a gurney weighs. That's like a full ass hospital bed they're rolling around. It's uh, not a yeah, cot. but you can and just a put a little. On it. A piece of rubber underneath to lighten the load. My gosh. I just feel like everything you're saying makes no sense, which tracks. Okay. You know what? You are as a person. Interesting. We've all got our own problems. Yeah. My back really hurts. Yeah. That's mine. Stop slouching. <laughs> I'm fucking trying. <laughs> Not going great. Um, anyway, somehow they don't blow up, even though they ram the fucking gurney over the bar. Um, I don't buy it, but it's fine. It has to go up it, and so it over. Really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then George is treating Hannah's wound in the ER, and she's like, oh, "I can't believe I left. I'm so I'm such a coward." Blah blah blah. And it's bold uh, prediction you know, time. I like that she feels bad. <laughs> uh, bold prediction time. Oh, we love to see it. George and Hannah are gonna get married. They're gonna okay. date. They're gonna when? fuck. And um, I'm gonna give it six seasons. So season eight. Yes. Season George eight. George and Hannah are married. Season eight, episode 17. It's the George and Hannah wedding extravaganza. Ryan, write this down and remind me to tell Carmen when this happens. And also in that episode, <laughs> the the guy who shoots the bazooka into himself is going to be the pyrotechnics manager for their wedding. Full circle. You're doing great. I don't think. Why do they have a pyrotechnics manager at their wedding? <laughs> it's an outside wedding. In, Your wedding in was summer. outside and you had no pyrotechnics. That's only because Jessica wouldn't let me. <laughs> the only reason. Up being shot by a bazooka. <laughs> the only reason that we didn't have pyrotechnics at our wedding was because Jessica said no. I would believe that. <laughs> um... Anyways, so, okay, so then Richard's test results come back. They're fine. And Alex is like, he didn't have a heart attack. He had a panic attack. Who's going to tell him? And Izzy goes, well, I gave you sex in the linen closet, so you tell him. And he goes, fair enough. And I love that exchange. Truly. It's true. I think it's great. It is no, great. No pushback. He's like, fair point. I will take this one for the team. Um. Okay, so then Addison is trying to reason with Dr. Bailey. She's not having it. And then Addison is all right, like, all right, well, we're just going to have to get an OR or something because we are out of options. And this is when George is like, I'm going to fucking do something. I am sick of sitting around and not doing anything and not helping anyone. And I have the power and I know I can do it. And he fucking does it. And he talks to her. He is like, Sorry, coming in hot. He's like, I'm disappointed in you. And you're like, whoa, 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 buddy. Not the time. I would would give you a negative review as my boss on Glassdoor right now if I had my phone in my pocket. Uh, I just think it's like truthfully one of, if not the best George scenes we've gotten so far. Um, 
And I love that it's with Bailey because they've already kind of established their like when he hugs her when she comes back in the previous episode, like I just think their relationship is established of him like really appreciating her as a mentor and really caring about her. And so I just uh I think that this is a great scene for both of them. So Can he, you imagine though being in that scene and George like in the moment of adrenaline just like pops a chubby? <laughs> No. And it's just, you feel... I can't the, imagine the that. Peen, the peen on his boss's back. Like, this is when I don't like doing this podcast with you. you <laughs> that's what you're contributing. I just think, okay, listen, you can have a non-sexual boner. I know that. You can have an adrenaline I mean, I boner. I can't have one. Right, you can't, but I can. You're, Anyways, going great. continue. Um, so this is kind of when everything happens, right? This is like the culmination, the climax of the episode. Like this is when we got the music, which I don't know if you like remember this song from high school, but this is very peak high school. 2 a.m. and I'm still awake already. It's very, um, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's very uh, teenage girl in her emotions song. Um, and we might see it again later in this very same show. Oh, a spoiler. Not really. Um, anyways, so, uh, so this is when it's like flash, 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 flash. Like, we're over here, we're over here, we're over here, we're over here. Which I love it when they do it. It's very stressful. It gives me like heart palpitations. I'm like, my heart's beating. I'm so, I'm so sweaty. Um, and even though I know what's fucking gonna happen, um, and it was so, a lot. This was intense. This is one of those done, done very well. Yes, well. this is this is for sure one of those metaphorical life and death montage happenings. Edge on the seat, edge of the seat yeah. viewer. And so, okay, so they're about to move, remove the bomb. Christina goes back into Derek. And this is my Christina Y moment. Christina Y. I love Christina so much. What I wrote is this marks one of my, oh no. Christina goes back into Derek's OR and makes one of my least favorite Christina choices ever and tells Derek that Meredith is now the one with her hand on the bomb. I don't understand why she does this. She hates Derek the way I hate Derek. I don't understand why she does this. He is trying to save a man's life. And also there's a bomb. He does not need to know that the woman he is in love with who he is not married to is now the one in mortal danger. I don't understand the decision other than the drama. That's it. It's you hit the nail on the plot. head. It's plot points. That is yeah. it. Uh, here's the thing, though. I, I like I like that immediately after she tells Derek Tucker codes. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you yeah. just killed that man, Christina. Yeah. Yeah. So he immediately flatlines. Uh, and this is. Oh, so in real time television cuts to commercial. So then we cut back. Um, and Meredith is like, this is crazy. Burke, you need to leave. Like, um, don't make Izzy and George move out of the house. If I die, like let them stay, please. And Dylan is like, no, we're doing this. You're going to like, it's going to be fine. Um, so then it cuts to Bailey, George and Addison. Then it cuts back to Derek Tucker, still flatlining. Then, Meredith is like, okay, everyone leave. I don't want anyone else to die. And this is when Dylan is like, pretend I'm someone that you like. I know I've an asshole. I've been yelling at you all day, but like, just pretend I'm anyone else and, and do this. 
And that's when we get that callback scene. Yes, that is when we Finally. get the beginning of last episode where it's just the super bright OR with Derek. All the noise cuts out. There's no music. Um, and he's like, you can do it. I know it's fake and I still hate him. <laughs> I still hate him so much. I really have a problem. Um, it's only they, a problem if it negatively affects other people. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then uh, it comes back to the reality. The music comes back in, back picks back up again, pretty loud. Uh, Meredith starts to pull the bomb out. She's crying. Understandable. Not like hysterically crying, just like this could be death. Just I've accepted it, but it could be death. Um, Christina and Derek are working really hard on Tucker. Bailey is pushing. The baby is coming out. Iconic line. Stop looking at my bajayjay. Love it. So I mean, funny. This was like on merch for years after this episode aired. Like this was people were quoting this forever. So iconic Bailey moment. It was also, I just want to shout out at this, not shout out, it's, this isn't a good thing. I want to call out that at this moment when they were doing this very evident life-death paradox thing, I yeah. thought it was all going to be within the Bailey family. Yes, exactly. So at this point, that's where I thought, okay, Tucker's dead until Derek punches him to life. Yes. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> but but then also I thought the baby was going to be birth and the, the father was going to be death. That's, that's where I yeah. saw this happening. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what you're meant to think is going to happen because you're like, oh, wow, this crazy thing over here where you thought everyone was going to die. No one dies. And this thing over here is where the people are going to die. Oh, my gosh. Who saw it coming? Um, so then they're doing CPR. Bailey is pushing. It's still flatlining. You can. And at this point, they've taken the flatline and you're hearing it on the Meredith scenes and the Bailey scenes as well as the Tucker scenes. Um. So Meredith pulls out the bomb. Derek gets angry, gets the heart back. Um, Meredith gives the bomb to Dylan. He very slowly leaves, keeping it very level. Um, they Burke steps in, starts trying to save the patient. Meredith is like, you know what? I <laughs> am going to follow this bomb because I really feel like I need to die today. Because she's so stupid. So I, I need to tell you. Is, the most yes now that we're at this scene it was you know how in life things just line up and it's just sometimes it's comedic timing and sometimes it's just the comedy angels shining down through the joy of gray's anatomy uh i jokingly as as she was following uh Dil dylan is the bomb squad guy's yeah. name out i i motioned and i was like I was like, Jessica, can you imagine? Whoa! And then, like, as she did that is when the bomb went off. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? No! What? <laughs> did I just fault. kill this guy? You did. And then I, I genuinely thought it was a dream. And I was like, no. that's And Jess is dying laughing right next to me. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is a dream. This is, she was the self-fulfilling prophecy thing. And I was like, there's no way. And then 30 seconds goes by and nothing has changed. And yeah. then I have to go back and I rewatched it six times just to see the guy's look on his face next to the guy. Yeah. Uh, next to Dylan. Yeah. And then. The, for sure, both of them died. Oh, they're dead. But it's just, my gosh, I did not see that coming. You really good, didn't. Good, I did not. 
I didn't. Because last week you were like, that bomb's not going to go off. <laughs> no, and the music was still playing. It was yep. the happy music. It's the teenage girl music. And I'm like, yep. oh, they're not going to kill it. They're, he's he's not going to die during teenage girl music. It's fine. And then I go, whoa. <laughs> and then he explodes. <laughs> So, what? Okay, so you went back and rewatched this multiple times, right? Yes. How insane is it the way her head fucking hits the ground? Oh my she gosh, I thought she was dead. <laughs> so like also this is like one of I think maybe the only time or one of like a handful of times that a stunt double plays her on this show. Because obviously like it's not a stunt heavy show. But this is when she falls, it is a stunt double understandably so i and i am still like how is that person alive like the way her head smacks the tile like stresses me out i can like feel it in my jaw when i watch it i'm like how you're dead concussed and dead oh there's for sure fractured oh yeah you you're you have bone chips in your cerebellum right now bad news bears um oh my gosh yeah, I credit to the writing team because I was just like, man, isn't this going to be nice closure for Meredith when she <laughs> sees the bomb get put into that giant like furnace that they have that, and like, then they de- yeah. then they detonate it and he's just sitting there back turned and then the guy sitting there with his face just going and then they just explode. <laughs> he just I, I was like as someone knowing what was going to happen like watching him walk away and I was like why don't they have that bomb detonator closer? Why do they have to walk so far to get to it? I just feel like they could have put it closer. It's They fine. could have put it right next to the body. They could have just put it and if you want to get out of the OR just right outside the door. You don't like stop walking. <laughs> yeah, it was and kudos to that whole team because they blew someone up on live national television. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a big time. No, but you didn't you didn't get time. to watch this live though. No, I didn't. But I remember people talking about it because I remember being <sighs> like, maybe I'll watch this fucking show. I think at this time I was still watching CSI, which was on at the same time. Oh, man, Gil Grissom, right? I know, right? Nick, ugh, such a crush on Nick. Do you remember that episode where Nick got buried alive? Ugh, so oh, stressful. hell yeah. Yeah, such a stressful episode. Oh my god! And, and he, all he, every time I see ants, I'm like, "Do you remember that episode? You remember that episode yeah. where Nick got buried alive and he was covered oh, in ants? And he stuck gum up his nose. I hated yeah. that episode. No, it was it was in his ears <laughs> and his nose. because then he it shoots the he holes. shoots. Oh yeah, was that it? So uh, the, he, none of the bugs could get in his brain. Mm, yeah, that would have been bad. And then he sh- he goes like, "Oh, he's gonna kill himself," and he shoots the light. Yep. Man, what an episode! What <laughs> a time! A very stressful episode. Then they then they the dump trucks come and they unbury him and then they say hey we're gonna rebury you just an FYI and then we're gonna tie this rope around you and just rip you out yeah, at G force level speeds. <laughs> I hated everything. Oh. Also, remember when Sarah and Grissom dated? That was weird. Um, okay. Yeah, Anyways, weird. we can yeah. talk about this show. We'll talk. About and we are back. <laughs> CSI Academy. <laughs> crime CSA Crime Scene Academy. <laughs> nice. Um. Okay, so we cut back to the lobby area. Richard's on the phone. He's like, oh, they're coming up. It's very vague. No word on who it is. So everyone goes over to the elevator. and They're just like leering at the elevator like, who's going to be alive? (laughs) No Um, one. (laughs) I'm like, do they even know a bomb went off? Like, surely they heard that. I can't imagine that was quiet. That's the thing. Like, oh, so I was actually, I was, I wrote this down. It's so, they, they cut from Meredith slamming her fucking head watching this guy explode in front yeah, of her cracking her spine in half <laughs> to to the elevator opening up 
Yeah. Like, are we just led to believe that they didn't feel it? Or what's the, they're just going, oh, what happened? Ooh. It's fine, I guess. It's fine. Uh, Everything's fine. And then no one, so he didn't see Meredith after that? They just, like, where did they all go? Who knows where everyone went? Yeah, it's just a lot of timeline questions. Who, yeah, I just, many questions. Okay, so. Also, pause. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Who the fuck goes into the bomb diffusion profession? I was thinking, I was like, how how does your career progress to this point? Because I assume like some sort of law enforcement or um, military background. And then you just yeah. kind of, it just kind of escalates to that point. But it's, it's like the way to get paid like, for being a thrill never. seeker, right? Yeah. I'm like, I would never, I cannot. It's like no. when I go, there are a lot of professions that I'm just like, why would anyone want this job? Number one, I always think of dentists. Every time I'm at the dentist, I'm like, why the fuck would anyone want to be a dentist? I hate the dentist so much. Like I've never had a dentist who's not very, very kind. The dentist as a human being is nice. I hate the concept of all dentists. I hate it. Digging so around in your mouth and it's shit. It's just like, it just hurts. It always hurts. I'm always, my mouth is always sore. It was my, it's always, my gums are always bleeding. I just hate it so much. All Anyways. right. Walk <laughs> us through the beautiful scene we get after the elevator. Okay. So elevator opens. It is Derek Shepard and Preston Burke. And this is when we get our full circle moment for the two of them. Um, and I couldn't remember who said it first. And I'm, I'm glad it was Burke that said it first. Cause it was like him the whole time that was kind of being like, no, we can't do this. So I like that. He was like, okay, now we can now, now I'll allow it. We're um, friends now. <laughs> that bomb has bonded us for life. Um, so they get off the elevator opens. They start walking out and Burke says, Derek and, Derek says Preston and Dr. Burke goes over to the wife and is like, she's like, is my husband alive? And she said, and he says, yes, thanks to her. Like gestures to Hannah. He's alive. She saved his life. Um, and it's, then she goes over to Hannah and thanks her. And then whatever. Nice redemption story for her. It is. And because it's not untrue, like he never even would have made it to the hospital had she not done that. So, um, Derek is looking around. The chief says something to him. I don't remember what it is. Cause he's like, where is she? And he's like, Oh, you had to be a cowboy or something like that. Um, and Addison comes over and he's, she's like, Derek, Oh, thank God. Um, which is the appropriate reaction you should have in that situation with your spouse. And not to, the one yeah, Derek has to your married person. <laughs> um, and, Adele turns to Richard and says, that is not the she he was asking for. Oh, yeah. He's obviously looking for Meredith because, you know, that's who he wants to be with. Yeah. It, I was like, man, Adele knows. Also, so. when I was researching this episode, um, Shonda Rhimes in the commentary apparently says that she showed her mom this episode before it aired. And in between... Addison coming over to Derek and Adele saying that line. Shonda Rhimes' mother said, that's not who he was asking for. <laughs> and I was like, that's incredible. She's like written this person perfectly. Um, I mean, cause that's supposed to be, you know, what we as the audience feel and it's embodied. Um, good or bad. You know, most people probably think it's good. I think it's bad, but whatever. That's just me. Uh, George, this is when we get the callback scene to the shower. 
again, how did Izzy and Christina get Meredith? Surely she can't be up and walking after she's just gotten such bad whiplash from that fall. <laughs> uh, also, uh, just, can you imagine how long that... Sh- so, like, you have to imagine that was more than 10, 15 minutes, right? Like, maybe an yeah. hour, and you're just sitting there with smoke and bomb and human debris burnt into your your skin and yeah. you're just sitting in it it's like bad. and the hallway is just like burning death. and papers everywhere it smells like death and fire um so this is yeah this is obviously the callback to the dream but like the most opposite ever of what was happening in the dream I like that George sees it and then like leaves them to the moment. Like he's not being pervy about it. Um, so yeah, just a good time. Uh, then we find out. No, then they show Christina laying down by Burke. He's asleep and she's like, I love you too. Very nice moment. Surprising. Not what you expect based on what she said earlier in the episode. Um, but I love it. It's precious. Yes. And I love it. Cute, cute for them. Um, then we find out Tucker's alive. Yay, Tucker's he alive. Lived. He lived. The man who lived. Um, and the baby's name. William George Bailey Jones. Uh, George Tucker. is immortalized forever. George Bailey. Tucker George Bailey Jones. William George Tucker Bailey Tucker. Jones. Why are you saying William? Because it was William. No, it's Tucker. Where did I get William from? I have no idea. <laughs> I think the baby's name is William. As someone who has seen this child in later seasons, I can tell you his name is Tucker. Oh, dang. So the kids in the episode, spoiler. <laughs> he didn't die in this episode uh, where he was born. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Tucker George Bailey Jones. Wow. That's so weird. How did I get William? Uh, anyways. Yeah. George is immortalized forever in that name, which is nice, but it could have been Carmen. Carmen was a good name too. It's uh, if it was a girl. Um. Anyways, so <laughs> just kidding. Interesting. I prefer Cameron. Mm, for a girl. Mm, for anybody. For any human being. <laughs> wow. Um. So Izzy goes. Meredith. They're back at the house. Meredith's laying down. Izzy goes in the room and is like, "Someone's here to see you." I wonder who it could fucking be. I wonder who it is. Man, I wonder. I wonder. Oh, who could it be? Who could it be? Oh, it's Derek. That man. The biggest me. shock of the entire episode. <laughs> Obviously, it's Derek. Um, I kind of read it as he basically like needed to see with his own two eyes that she was okay. Because, yes, I'm sure everyone told him that she lived and didn't die in the explosion. But I think he kind of just needed to see it with his in in the flesh to be like, okay, now I am fine. I can go home to my wife and your old dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate him so much. Um, I caught a trout. (laughs) George? (laughs) <laughs> sorry so they're fishing it's all the same it's all the same voice now um so then she's like oh, i can't remember the last time we kissed because i didn't know it would be our last kiss and then he's like oh i'm glad you didn't die and then he starts to leave and comes back and has this big speech and i'm just like it's fine whatever why did you pretend like you were gonna leave no, that just that stay episode. And do your big speech. I hate. I hate every. Not that episode. I hate everything about that moment. That yeah, speech. Like that it. moment. <laughs> like it was a Thursday morning, dude. Shut the fuck up. You're married. Addison <laughs> was worried sick about you, and oh, and oh, that ratty old Dartmouth shirt you have. Oh, it was like it was a habit. Like we've been doing it our entire lives forever. Blah blah blah. Shut the fuck up. You had your chance. 
Really? It's over. Because of you, you picked the other person. Oh my gosh. So I on was top so of mad. that being annoying, I also find it annoying that he pretends like he's going to leave and then comes back and does it. I'm like, just go away. Just say what you have to say. Say your dumb bullshit about how you're not in love with your wife, the person you decided to stay with and say it. Yeah. Just do it. Anyways. So then Meredith's like, Oh, my conditioner's lavender. And so then Derek probably went to fucking CVS and bought Addison lavender conditioner. And then masturbated he's a psychopath. To it. So that's the end of the episode. <laughs> This episode was recorded super smoothly with no technical difficulties whatsoever. Yes, this is going to be so smooth when you listen to it. You'll never know where the issues are. Yes, actually, that might, that might actually be true. edited in three parts. hey oh, All right. Before we lose power again, Tennessee <laughs> hurricane winds, uh, Tennessee tornadoes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on outside. Uh, let's talk about rankings. Uh, you go first. Mm, it's a five. Yep. Easy. Five. Mm, done. It's a five. Such a good That's five. Easy. Such a good, such a good summary to the previous episode. Lived up to the previous episode. Definitely could have been super like melodrama, super anticlimactic, but the way they did it, good twist, good turn. Again, as someone who's seen it so many times and still knew what was gonna happen, like to still be on the edge of my seat and be stressed out and being like, oh my God, like, huh. I just think that speaks so much to the writing of it and, and how all the actors performed. And I also wanted to make a point. I feel like the sound on this episode and the one prior, the music stood out more because they kind of, we talked about it in the last episode where they were taking some of the conversations and some of the background noise and like changing it and like kind of making you hyper-focus on like what was being said. And then they would bring the background noise or the music back up. And I just, I noticed it more. Um, and even with songs that I don't really remember, I just took note more of songs that were occurring while certain things were happening. So I just wanted to make that note, but yeah, definitely a five for me. Um, also wanted to say that living in Chandeland is the same because there were no new people in this one. It's the same as yeah. the last one. So yeah, but I know this is why you guys all come here. So I will do it for you. Um, living in Chandeland. It's the same. It's the same. Um, okay. so yeah, it's it definitely five? a five. Yeah, it's Good. just here's the thing. When when that bomb squad guy blew up as I made a, a tripping motion, <laughs> whoa, dead. I'm like, okay, five. I I already know. Like when this gets asked, I don't care what could happen the rest of this episode. Uh, actually, no, I lied. If Derek and Meredith, because I thought that he was gonna be like, okay. This is the last kiss. There you go. And I thought he was going to kiss her in that moment, right? Yeah. Then I would have been I'm like, glad okay. They didn't. I would not have given yeah. it a five. No, it would have <laughs> been a one. It'd have been a point, <laughs> point four, zero point four. Um, yeah, it, five. There's really nothing that you could say bad about this episode. It's it wrapped everything up nicely. I'm I'm shocked a little bit that Hannah got the redemption arc that she that she did. I think that was very mm-hmm. sweet. Uh, the whole like extra uh existential existential conversation of like i thought i would be the one who could stay i thought i'd be the tough person you know you don't know what you're gonna do um a really great conversation piece really great point um the the bomb the the meredith scene coming full circle the sex scene coming full circle uh the sex hair and hotness from izzy weber with a heart attack adele it's just every everything was great it was great writing wonderful yeah, very good. And again, all the acting is so good. This cast is like they say that, you know, Derek and um, Meredith's characters, I think, are like the lead characters. But I think truly, especially at this 
point we're currently at in season two, it's such an ensemble piece. And I just really, um, really think they do a really good job and I just love it. And I love watching it. And it's sometimes hard to go back to watching the current season. Cause this for me is such like Pete Grace and like so much is so different now in season 18 and soon to be 19. And I just like, all right, my brain is fried <laughs> trying to put all these things together. <laughs> Um, so yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we appreciate it so, so much. Please, again, if you have a moment to share this on social media, or just even if you just know someone that you watch Grey's with, just text it to them. Um, shout really out to our friend, it. shout out to our friend Leah sharing it on her uh, Instagram story. Uh, does not go unnoticed. You're great. You're amazing. Yes. And, um, uh, our friend Kelly also shared it on hers, but I couldn't yes. really share it because like we weren't tagged but anyways so we appreciate it we <laughs> what see a it weird, uh no shade but you didn't tag us you no, dumb that bitch. Wasn't, i was just saying like this is why i didn't repost it because instagram oh. is stupid and it doesn't let you repost it that's funny it's dumb. but um anyways so uh we do we do appreciate the support so much um you can find us on instagram and gray's academy pod and then you can also email us if you want to at gray's academy pod at gmail.com and we're super excited. I'm super excited. I've been looking um, over the next couple episodes, what's coming down the down the line. I'm just super excited. I just think the rest of season two is just keeps being really, really great. Uh, do you have any predictions you want to make? Just like off the cuff, anything that you think is going to happen? I I don't even think I could right we now. We still have like 10 more episodes of the season. Yeah. Which is crazy. I, I need to come down out of this episode. Get, yeah. Let me get more predictions next episode. Okay. I'm excited. Um, so it's going to be. Oh, I was right about something. You said I was going to be right about something. No, that was still the same one thing that you've been right about. About everything? No, about nothing except for oh. one thing that hasn't happened and won't happen for a little while. Okay. Okay. That you keep it. waiting for and you should just stop waiting. Okay. All right. Um, anyways. So yes. Good times, everybody. Thanks so much. Um, we really appreciate the support. If you do have a second to leave a rating or review on either Apple podcast or Spotify or whatever platform, if it lets you do that, it just helps us kind of get bumped up in algorithms to like be found by more people, if that makes sense. So yes, thank you so much for the support. And, um, just remember if you see me walking down the street, you can talk about this episode and anything that has happened before it. But other than that, no spoilers, and we will see you all in the next one.